Welcome to Tea with the Taylors. No, that's not the title. Yes, <laughs> it's part of the title. Subtitle. <laughs> there you go. Subtitle. Welcome to Beyond the Pictures. While sipping tea with the Taylors. Mm-hmm. Or coffee, if that's what you prefer. Well, we got tea with us right now. Guys, I am Richard Taylor. And I'm Delena. It's my lovely wife. So we are so excited to be doing this podcast. Um, if you've been following my work for any period of time, you know that I've run the Between the Dream podcast for the majority of 2018, but it is time to expand that. And so Delina and I decided that this would be a great time for us to go ahead and kick off our own podcast. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that so many people see our pictures and they see us loving on each other, traveling around the beautiful state of Washington and taking pictures all over the place or doing our Sunday photos after service. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, you all are goals. You all are relationship goals. And while that's great, (laughs) we definitely love to encourage people to be their own goals. But I told Mm -hmm. Delina that it would be a great idea for us to be able to allow people to see us beyond the pictures and to really just kind of dive into our minds with things that matter to us. So the tea with the tailors, would you like to explain that part to them? Well. While I sit my tea. (laughs) We love tea. I mean, who doesn't? But I mean, some people are coffee people. And we have so many things of tea. So this gives us a good excuse to sip tea, do our podcast, and actually get through some of the teas that we have. Absolutely. On more of an occasion. Um, (laughs) What are you sipping on right now, babe? We have today, we have the Tazo Glazed Lemon Loaf Tea. And before I tell you about this tea, guys... um, (laughs) I'm going to let you know that we'll probably do a different tea every week. Mm -hmm. We've got a cabinet with probably about 100 teas or so. And so we'll get through them all. But (laughs) needless to say, this was actually just something that we love to do. And so that is what our YouTube series that we're going to be doing as well is going to encompass is the tea with the tailors. And so instead of doing favorite things, yeah, Yeah. we'll have like a legitimate tea that we'll be drinking that day, telling you all about, encourage you all, encouraging you all to go and try. But then also... Um, instead of doing tea from a gossip standpoint, we're going to talk tea as far as things that are really beneficial to growth in life. And so I think it's going to be super good and we are super excited about it. But as we go ahead and get this started today, we got the Tazo lemon loaf tea, glazed lemon loaf. It I kid you not, guys. Are you done already? No. Oh, my goodness. It looks like (laughs) we uh, this stuff tastes just like a legitimate lemon pound cake. And this is part of their dessert line. So when you can't really have some sugar or sweets. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everybody on the Daniel Fast (laughs) as we start this new year off. I see you. (laughs) Uh, Teas are the way to go. And I'm drinking the butterscotch blondie, so I love making them, but right now I can only drink it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. So look, let's go ahead and jump into this. So we are so excited with this podcast. We will be um, airing a new episode every Friday, and that is something that we are super stoked about. But I think beyond that, we want to be intentional with the conversation piece as well. And so... We will we will be bringing different series every month and different conversations. Today, we wanted to actually get kicked off. We were talking about some things while we were back at home in Chicago um, right before New Year hit with my family. And Delina had this really cool idea of just some of the things that she would have told her 20 year old self or 20 something 
your old self. And so it kind of struck up this conversation with the two of us. And I was like, oh, well, why don't we just talk about it even more in depth on the podcast? So what we did was decided to both take our top three things that we would have told our 20-something-year-old self. Mm -hmm. And maybe you all can relate to this. Maybe it's something that you can find in it. Maybe it's something that you are currently going through right now that maybe you want to improve upon as you walk into 2019. Maybe it's something that you need to close a door on. Who knows, right? But we thought that this would be a great conversation point. And so who's kicking this off? You or me? You. Me? Of yeah. course. I'm the extrovert. <laughs> take, take so Delina, <laughs> Delina's like, do it. All right, I got it. So <laughs> top three things for me. Um, the first was identifying potential rebellion within my own heart to avoid rushing into spaces that I did not belong in. And if I can be completely honest, my mom and dad have told me growing up, I've, I've always been the rebellious child. Like everything that I do, I did to prove a point. I did to be rebellious. And in that, uh, it carried over a lot into my years in college and then definitely into young adulthood as well. And so for me, I always felt like I had something to prove. And because of that, I put myself in positions to where I did not necessarily have to be in certain spaces and then I had to suffer because of it. Whether this was friendships, um, I think we can be comfortable enough to talk about this, but even like I was married once before and it was nothing that I can fault my ex-wife for. Um, just the thing of as I can reflect back now and look at it, I was so eager to say that I had somebody and so eager to claim different things as it pertained to a marriage and and totally rushed and didn't pay attention to all of the warning signs that clearly stated like hey this is not going to fare well for you but i was so rebellious mm -hmm. and i ended up jumping into it anyway and i think that that's probably the first thing i would have told myself is like chill like you don't have to rush into anything and you need to check your heart when it comes to this feeling of always needing to prove something. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Next. Anything you want to add to that? No. You've never experienced that before? No? Identifying potential rebellion? Mm, I mean... Or just the rushing. I think a lot of 20-somethings, yeah. we rush into stuff and not pay attention. I think rushing, I think it's always like, for me, I don't think I was intentionally trying to be rebellious, but I was always trying to like rush ahead of myself and try and figure it all out that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense so my second one i said i would tell my 20 something year old self that you need to know your worth be comfortable with your worth and gain confidence in deciding i'm sorry in declaring your worth when it's time and this comes from the the entrepreneur in me the business side the work side um Many of us, and I think this kind of piggybacks off of the Russian piece too, many of us want so many different things on the side of trying to, I don't want to say validate ourselves, right? But we are trying to get that job. We're trying to get that car. We're trying to do different things in our 20-somethings. Um, and, and when the opportunity arises, sometimes we've lacked for so long that we become very eager. And that was my story, like most of my twenties. Um, I think it might not hope it didn't come over into 2019. We'll see, <laughs> but it's something that I'm practicing and trying to be different with now, but that's something I would definitely say. Um, 
I personally feel like I struggled with was as a speaker, for example, like being able to be um, solidified in the price that I set when it comes to how much it's going to cost to have me come out and speak, for example. And it frustrated me because I could never muster up the full strength to stick with one price because of the fear of missing out. And so it kind of carried over into other areas of life as well. But I noticed it a lot in business and in work. And many of us, we have those times where we might want a new job and we're willing to take anything. And maybe they were going to pay you more or maybe you could have gotten more out of the deal. But you opened your mouth too quick because of the fact that you weren't necessarily confident and comfortable in what you're worth and I get it. Um, there's no judgment on my side with that because I, I totally understand that sometimes people can be fearful that they're going to miss out and not have the chance again to get that same opportunity or something of that magnitude. And we've got to be very careful not to trick ourselves into that type of position. So this was something that I struggled with a lot and that I'm learning to continue to just get stronger in is being comfortable with my worth. Like I am valuable. I I am experienced. I'm an expert in some way. Like it's okay. And I would say that for many of you guys listening as well, like you've got to learn to be comfortable with who you are and and stick and stay true to the worth that God has given you. It's so important. agree with you i think also with that with knowing your worth is like knowing what not to put your worth in Mm. that's good don't expect like certain things to certain things to validate your worth or make you you know give you a certain prestige title um and yeah being comfortable with that being able to identify what your worth is and gaining confidence, that's just in who you are and not in things that make you look like something you're not. Yeah. It just depends. Like, we follow trends because they feel like it gives us confidence and worth, but, like, those die yeah. <laughs> quickly. And we're I, keeping it up with everything else. <laughs> it's like, all right. You know what? I think it kind of falls in line, too, with the whole piece of, like, identity. Yeah. You know, like... A big part of not being confident in our worth or knowing our worth is the fact that we don't necessarily always know ourselves. So mm-hmm. I, I would definitely tell my 20 something year old self, like, dude, with that heart check comes being able to have a true sense of your identity so you can stand firm in your self-worth. And then the final thing that I would have told my 20 something year old self is control your emotions. Don't let them control you. This is I don't know if it's just the fact that I come from. A family full of like men who it's easy to get angry, right? But that was something like that was a generational curse that I personally had to break. I was like, I didn't want to carry that anymore. I didn't want that burden to be on my back anymore. And I definitely didn't want that to be something that once we, you know, we have kids, they've got to deal with, right? And so just learning to to tap into um, peace and being able to at least control myself. I might not be able to control situations. I might not be able to control negative people. I might not be able to control negative um, circumstances that happen randomly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, I've got to be able to control my emotions. Like I used to be the one that was ready to snap off on anybody. And um, Delina knows this because she's in the grocery store with me all the time. And <laughs> there, are, there are several pet peeves that I have when we are in the grocery store. One of them is people not saying excuse me. 
The second one is people not saying excuse me when they decide to reach over in front of my face while I'm standing looking at an item. And when I'm OCD going up and down aisles. (laughs) That's number three. She's not lying. Listen, this woman will be walking and she will loop right real fast, loop left. I'm thinking we're getting ready to head to the, the checkout line. Next thing you know. I turn my head to look at something on the shelf and Delina's at a full stop and boom, we both in the cart. Like, come on now. <laughs> so pet peeves that I have, but she would see me in those moments where I'd be ready to just like snap or um, or worse and really having to learn to control those emotions. Because a lot of times what it really spoke to was people having control over me or situations having control over me when they shouldn't. Yeah, and I think even with that with you know, you want to tell yourself or your younger self or people, like, control your emotions. But sometimes people don't know what that looks like yeah. or don't know how to. So it's like figure out what avenue will work for you to help you contain your emotions and handle them in a healthy way. Absolutely. I agree. Ooh, moment of truth. Now it's time for Delina's <laughs> top three. <laughs> I'm excited to hear this. Oh, okay. While I sip my tea. Um, one of them I would say would be, I wish I could tell myself and do this all over, would be, uh, knowing the importance of paying down debt, saving, investing, and preparing for the future. That's real. (laughs) Like, you know, so many people tell you, and I mean, at least for me at the high school I went to, we kind of did like a personal finance class, but it was not even a full semester I don't even know how long it was, but it didn't have enough takeaway for me to keep myself in line to prepare for the future um, and kind of set myself up and then my kids up and everyone else in the family like for something better. Uh, So, yeah, I would have just definitely told myself, like, pay things off. Don't waste your money on unnecessary things, stuff like that. Save, prepare for the future where you could have more. Do, yeah. do more, travel more. Okay. That should have probably been on my list too, right? Um, I mean, it's crazy because I've heard it. I've heard it said. My parents have said it. And, and so I caught on to saving and investing. Saving specifically, I caught on to probably at around the age of like 25 or 26. Um, investing was something that I really started paying more attention to like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's so important. And I think that um, I'm glad that I caught it. I wish I would have caught it earlier. We see so many people now who are retired at a very young age or maybe they're just you know living in their passion because they've got money or it it, it could be generational um it could be something that they've done but a lot of times it does have to do with the decision that somebody made to save Mm -hmm. somebody made to invest and somebody made to be smart with money i will say this though um as good as i was with saving one of the things I didn't correct was my spending habits, though. Right. So yeah. even though I was saving money, I was still spending a lot of money on unnecessary things. Like, I remember um, even after losing 170 pounds and being, like, skinny fat or whatever, like, having all the ex- excess skin hanging off oh my, my body. That is what I call it, guys. Listen, don't judge me. Skinny fat is what I called it. But needless to say, I um, I remember still just, like, eating unnecessary things and, and during that time. I mean, I would look at my bank statements and I would have at least, you know, anywhere between six to eight hundred dollars worth of food purchases because I was eating out like every day. Right. And I'm like, man, dude, like, do you realize how much money you could have saved over a period of time?
All right, guys. So the podcast <laughs> perfectionist in me would have went back and cleaned up the last five to six seconds of what you just heard of silence. But Delina and I have been roaming for the last 20 minutes. So we thought somebody was trying to walk into our apartment because our doorknob literally starts moving. And I'm like, get the bat, get the strap, let's go. Oh, my goodness. And <laughs> anyway. Y'all, come to find out. There's a little girl who couldn't be any older than what, two, two or three, maybe, and she's lost. Walking so, up and down the hallway. I mean, walking up and down the hallway, take and two. and it take two, right? <laughs> and and so this is crazy. Um, the reason why Delina is saying take two is because during the summertime at our old complex, we had the same thing happen with a little boy who couldn't have been any older than three years old. And so apparently his folks stayed under us and we didn't know this until 20 minutes of searching, but he got out of the house and ours looks just like theirs from the outside. So he thought he was getting into his, but he was actually trying to walk into ours. Up the stairs and everything. Less than six <laughs> months later, how does this happen again? Oh my God, this is <laughs> insane. <laughs> So we end up calling the police, and of course, the parent finally shows their face after a 20 to 25-minute scramble <laughs> as the police are pulling up and everything's okay. So we're blessed to say that the little girl is home safe, is home safe but yes. we are going to close out the podcast <laughs> this time and finish up this conversation. <laughs> but oh And like God. I said, usually I would edit this, but I'm just like, you know what, we're going to roll with it, and I'm going to put this message out there to every parent who listens to this podcast? Lock your doors. Not even lock, lock your, your doors. doors. Pay attention <laughs> to your children. Please help the world help you. Okay. So if I'm not mistaken, we were talking about Delina's point of the budgeting and the investing. And yeah. I was talking about how I was spending so much money on ridiculous things as it pertained to food. And I just think to myself, how much more money could I have saved? If I was responsible and didn't eat my feelings away. Mm -hmm. Baby, do you want to hit us with the next one? <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. My next one would be uh, understanding and knowing quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. And mainly in the areas when it comes to like products, clothing, skincare, makeup, food, fabrics, bedding, furniture, all that. And even ingredients. Um, I think... Uh, my late teens into early 20s, I realized I had like really sensitive skin and then it ended up being psoriasis. So I was figuring things out slowly in that area and now I've finally figured out more and made a bigger jump. But not really realizing quality at the time that was worth my money and not causing harm to my body, especially like food junk food okay in moderation all right but wasn't helping my body and ingredients that's in like skincare the cheap stuff only works for so long and then you have some other issues or like clothing that doesn't last for very long and then you got to go buy a new shirt that got messed up in the wash because it was just really cheap like Sorry, fast fashion from the mall probably isn't going to last very long if it's $15. Fashion Nova. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, no, no I don't shade. shop there anymore. So <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, instead of me wasting my money on things that lasted maybe a couple of months, I would have quality things that could last me a couple of years, if not longer. 
um, and just realizing things that really were irritating to me or just making symptoms worse or just not giving me a great quality of life. So I wish I knew that at a younger age or in my 20s. I would have yeah. saved more money that way and been smarter on purchases. That's something I'm still learning because I'm like, you can't listen. I used to shop at Value City all the time. <laughs> not Value City reason. Furniture Store, Value City Clothing Store. But thrift stores aren't all no, that. Value City wasn't a thrift store. Oh, okay. my, it was just a cheap store. Oh. <laughs> I used to get jeans for $10. Do you know <laughs> what it was there. like as yeah. a teenager? Coming home with a check from mowing lawn for a company and being able to take $100 and get 10 pair of jeans. Yeah. But guess what, though? You're absolutely right. Each pair ended up getting torn <laughs> up in about a month. So I can't even. So, yeah. I mean, within reason. We all have different budgets. We all have to figure out what works for us within our limits. But, you know, if you can do quality that's going to last and not blow your money, do quality. It, it will definitely help out. Boom. There we go. Yeah. And my last point um, would be uh, I, I came to know God in my early 20s, but I was still trying to figure myself out and didn't like go all in. And I would have told myself, go all in. Like, of course, find God through Jesus Christ alone, but learn his character. Learn his love and value for me learn how that my identity is in him um and that that would have left me less empty confused and lost <laughs> for good. like uh, overall like i wouldn't have been confused lost for such a long period it would have i would have had a lot more questions answered understanding um focus and um, just self-assurance in the Lord if I took that plunge early on and just figured out how to answer certain questions, figure it all out for myself, um, and kind of take my eyes off of the world. So, yeah, I would have told myself that. That's good. I like that a lot. Um, and being able to find your identity. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and like you said, just go all in. I think, you know, yeah. it's harder for us, though, in our 20s, I remember, you know, doing a lot of ministry work. I mean, still doing a lot of ministry work now, obviously, but yeah. early on in college and just that and even coming out of college, you know, it was one of the things where I was like, man, like, you know, I used I used God and I used our faith as um, kind of like a, a help me thing, mm -hmm. but not really understanding like the full depths and how much more alone, you know, we could have been or I could have been personally in my faith walk and just even in, in fully understanding myself, my gifts and tapping into that. So that's really mm -hmm. good. Um, I think that's important and something that we can all take away. Well, guys, listen, we have come to the end of the podcast. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you can definitely feel free to leave questions here on the Anchor app. Or if you want to, you can hit us up on our Instagram page, which is at Extra Introverted Life. Or you can ask us questions um, separately, dm.taylor, is that yours, on yeah. Instagram? Mm -hmm. And then mine is Jr. We're definitely looking forward to hearing from you all. Looking forward to continuing conversations. If you got questions about this one or you got questions on topics maybe you want to hear, 
definitely let us know. Don't forget that this week's Tea with the Taylor was the Tazo brand, and it was their glazed lemon loaf. My tea got cold by the time we got up <laughs> from helping this missing child find her parents. My tea's all gone. <laughs> but my mug is smaller than yours. Dang. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't tell all my business like that. Don't do me like that. <laughs> We have way more water in your mug than mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, until next time, we love you guys. And let us know if we can be praying for you, how we can be praying for you. We would love to. But until next Friday, we'll talk soon. Peace. Bye.